Hello and welcome to episode 250 of the Bad Wolf podcast, guys. 250. Chris, Sam, can you believe it? 250. I think you guys have been involved for 50 episodes now. Wow, have we? Yeah. Oh, good God. (laughs) How how long has it been going, though? What's the first year it came out? Was Uh, it 2010? 2010. 2010. 2010. Yeah. So 11 years. Approaching the 11th anniversary, actually. Sam, I see you've redecorated. Give us the line, Chris. I don't like it. Hey, Sorry, there yeah. it is. There it is. Now, Chris, you've had this place redecorated, haven't you? <clears throat> I don't like it. Chris, you've had some big news since we've been away. So I don't know. I'll leave it to you to tell Have the I? listeners how your life has <laughs> oh, changed. I I basically become an insomniac due to um, <laughs> due to um, the birth of my son, who is asleep over there, actually. So if I look off camera a lot, it's because I keep hearing him go and I'll go, no, we're good. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's three weeks old today. No, he's adorable. Screams a lot. Screams a hell of a lot. I sort of compare him to the screaming caterpillar in Simpsons. It's uh, it's sort of like that. But yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's meant a lot of late nights and so on. So, yeah. But I love him. I love him. He is adorable. Congratulations to you all. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hang on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's turn that down. Too loud. <laughs> That's all right. Sam, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, good. Same yeah, good. old, really. Same old, Nothing same old. Report? Not a lot. No, no. Just just carrying on, getting through the year, looking at brighter days ahead. Nice. Oh, good. All right, so I thought today we'd do another negative Doctor Who review thing because they seem to go down extremely well. So, and on video as well. And, and on video, this time we're putting <laughs> mm. this up on YouTube for anybody that's listening to the audio. You can go and see our... Rela- our ah, I can't even talk. You can go and see our reactions <laughs> on YouTube. I'm not used to being on camera. This is weird. Okay, so first one. I didn't go to the pub for this. I won't make that mistake again. I didn't go to the pub for this. I won't make that mistake again. Good number of episodes where I wished I was in the pub. Any hint as to what sort of era... It's a Capaldi one. Oh, of course, of course. Saturday it night. I mean, that, that is the point where Doctor Who was going on quite late at night, wasn't it? Like, it was, it'd gone from yeah. that sort of quarter past five, six o'clock time, and suddenly it was going at 8.45 and things yeah, like yeah, that. Really it was like finishing at nine o'clock, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> weird. Uh, sleep No More? No, oddly. Because mm. I remember where I was with Sleep No More came out. It was the Doctor Who Festival on at the time. That's um, right, London. I remember that was on. And uh, everyone was really, they had a sort of, I think they had a sort of screening of it towards the evening, but most people did just go to the pub. <laughs> I uh, went to that on the Friday, so yeah, I didn't stay for the Saturday. Yeah. Deep breath. It's not deep breath. This one is hmm. considered one of Capaldi's best. But oh, everyone loves uh, this. Heaven sent? <laughs> yeah. I think that. Heaven sent. I, I'll be honest, I think that one's a very overrated... You know, I absolutely hated it at the time of broadcast. I don't like it it as such. I agree, I don't get it, really. His performance is brilliant, Mm. but generally I found the whole thing quite pretentious and dull. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of long... And this has happened mainly with the Capaldi and and the Jodie era, is is the long monologues to themselves. Yeah. I just don't think... Yeah, It just makes... You know... Do a bit wrong. Every now and then, the doctor would do that, but they would go on for at most twenty seconds. Yeah, 
and normally they they just sort of say to themselves you know or it might be a turn to the camera you know not even the sonic screwdriver can get me out of here or they'd explain where they are and going oh but there have been some really long ones and then you give them a whole episode of him just sort of chatting to himself it's like no, yeah I'm, I'm not a fan <laughs> i've never watched it back actually i watched it at the time yeah. and just went oh it's one where they don't have to play Jenna Louise Coleman. That's where she took her <laughs> yeah. week off. And then everyone at the office was going, that was the most amazing. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, it was, you know, it was a pretty yeah, interesting it was, it was a good, idea. P- good performance, nice artistic style, but mm. I found it was just too pretentious. And I also, got so much abuse when I said I didn't like that online. It's it's weird, isn't it? Well, then they watch, but then you watch the next episode, which was even worse. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And it just, it made that, they actually did ruin the Heaven Scent as well, because he spends two billion years inside the confession dial when all he had to say was, I don't know the answer. (laughs) Mm. You know, know, because the whole point, the whole thing there was like, he knew the answer, he just refused to give in to whoever was controlling the thing. That was the impression I got in the episode. But come the next week, it turns out he didn't know what it was at all. (laughs) (laughs) What a twat. (laughs) Have you ever imagined episodes like Heaven Sent, but like it was the seventh Doctor? Like, I'd quite enjoy the seventh Doctor just going, ah, just sort of running around. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he gets distracted, he tries to distract by going, Place the spoons Same to try spoons, and distract yeah. it. He just, he, he, he'd get further with his umbrella as well if he just chipped away. In <laughs> 700 million years or something. And, oh, <laughs> and then for no reason at all, he'll go to the window and just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, next one. This episode sits in a shit sandwich between Time and the Rani and the Twin Dilemma as one of the most awful Doctor Who stories of all time. This is the only stinker in the RTD era. Oh, imagine that. Between Twin Dilemma and Time and the Rani. Love Monsters? It must be. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Oh, I thought you were going for the thing then. He's tricked us. Yeah, that was... (laughs) (laughs) That's a red ring. He's getting getting used to the camera being on. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to say, first of all, I like Time and the Rani. I like it. So I, whatever it is, I just want to state that now. I think it's. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's good fun. It's great fun. I don't still really understand it. <laughs> the giant brain looks ridiculous, <laughs> but I think it's. When did it come about? His mum's in that as well. She is. Yeah. 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 She's in only fools and horses. She's Cassandra. She mom. is. Yeah. Oh yeah, she mm. is, isn't she? Uh, yeah. She's also in the faceless ones as the uh, one of the I think the commandant's assistant in the faceless ones. Uh, I think she's done a few, hasn't she? Because I, if I'm right. In thinking, she's in the image of Fendal. Is it image of Fendai? That one, image of Fendal, and she's in it with the dad, Cassandra's dad from Only Fools yeah. and Horses. Oh, yeah. They play oh, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, uh, so it's actually oh, it's Cassandra's mum and dad in the early days before they before they had Cassandra. Off on adventures. All right, it's a David Tennant one. I will say that. Oh God, this must have been my. I'm going to say... New Earth? No, right series, though. Series 2. Oh, okay, so not not other monsters, not New Earth. What about... Good God. Oh, so what would make someone kick off? Idiot's Lantern? No, no. Oh, quite is like it, that one as well. Is it one that people generally like? No, so they collectively think it's Collectively, shit. this is considered shit. A shit sandwich, yeah. 
So not eleven oh, months. Fear her. Fear her. Oh, fear her. That was awful. Yeah. Okay. What did you guys make of Fear Her? I can't remember it. I think I've only watched it once. I uh, think I've seen it a couple of times. It's <laughs> just the worst. It's I a mean, cancel road and a cancel van and a cancel axe. But the cancel. Who wrote that? Well, Russell it, was, it was. Are you sure? I thought, I it, was, thought it was Matthew Graham, wasn't it? No, you're right. Yes, it's the Life on Mars guy. Yeah. 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 He obviously thought. No one's taking my the credit best bit, away. The only best bit about that entire episode is where the TARDIS lands the wrong way at the beginning. I like that, yeah. That mm. bit made me laugh, and the rest of it... <laughs> I mean, that, what's really weird about that now, looking back, is that that is a episode that is set 11 years ago, but at the time was set six years in the future. Yeah, yeah. It, it was How the 2012 Olympics, that? wasn't it? Well, yeah. yeah, but like that back then when it came on telly, the 2012 Olympics seemed like a lifetime away. Like it seemed yeah. like so far ahead. You thought, God, we're not even going to be, we're going to be on the moon by 2012. What are you even talking about? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And I mean, that bit when he's, oh God, he's so, it's one of the most cringeworthy moments when everyone disappears and you've just got the commentator <laughs> going, oh, Oh no! Everyone has disappeared. The the, the Olympic dream—it's—it's it's dead. I, like, I don't think we're worrying about the Olympic dream, mate. Everyone's just disappeared. <laughs> and the first thing you do is go, "Oh, I'm being shown some old pictures on my monitor from earlier <laughs> in the day." Sorry about this technical fault, my end. But I hope everyone. And then when the doctor picks up the thing, it's no, the the dream is alive. The Olympic dream—it—it's it, <laughs> happening. It's—I'm feeling it. The love. And it's like, oh, and the second he got up there, first of all, the amount of security, I went to the Olympics, the amount of security was on, he wouldn't get anywhere close. <laughs> Secondly, once he got up there, you could just imagine, remember, imagine the, uh, remember the, the controversy about who was going to light the flame? Yeah. Was it going to be David Beckham, so Steve Redgrave? In the end, they did that very clever thing that they gave it to five kind of part of the youth team. Very clever. But imagine him running up and everyone being like, who the hell are you? Why are you doing it? I remember Why people saying that they had to get David Tennant to do that bit for <laughs> like they actually uh, the twenty twelve Olympics said to make it canon or make it oh, fit. God. Yeah. But it would, that would be like, you know, announcing a new doctor halfway at half time during a football match. You know? <laughs> Didn't Matt Smith run with the torch at one point? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. Crap, dull and amateurist. This is the worst Doctor Who opener of all time. Poor casting. Dire writing, terrible plots, hopeless dialogue. Did Chris Chibnall secretly write this? This is a hopeless showrunner who has long since run out of ideas. <laughs> Dear BBC, you either need to kill the show or sell it to J.K. Rowling. Oh, God. <laughs> to J.K. Rowling. So is that, is that that it's... Is that a sarcasm about J.K. Rowling? Is it an episode that, like, quite mimics Harry Potter or no not trans, at all or transphobia no, it's, just, it's just someone wants, <laughs> <laughs> someone just wants to hand the reins over to yeah. JK Rowling who I'm sure this, would love this to was at to. the time she was beloved right okay okay so we're talking a few years ago <laughs> so when I saying did Chibnall write this I'm assuming this was pre-Chibnall era this was a Stephen Moffat one yeah okay did this person really not like Chris Chibnall then? I, I guess not. Just, this, this must be a more recent review, surely. Well, either that well, or this Chibnall person was, hated Chris Chibnall and Chibnall then they must was have been devastated. during the, the RTD Moffat Yeah, oh, true, true. So, yeah. so that makes me think that maybe <laughs> whoever this person was, when they announced Chibnall was taking over, he had an absolute meltdown. <laughs> there was a guy on Twitter, <laughs> an actor that used to follow me, 
And as soon as the news oh, was announced, yeah, he was I, like... yeah, I know. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. I know the guy you mean. And I remember saying to him, like, mate, you're putting people off hiring you because you look yeah. really petty. What if they called tomorrow and said, we've got this part, you're perfect. Are you going to tell them, I think your series is shit, or are you going to buck it up and, and take it? What are you going to do? Who is this? I don't agree with being bought out, but I, if you're going to pay me enough, I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some guy named Cliff this? something. But I've had arguments with him. But the worst thing is I'm now thinking he was right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much everything he said two, was going to happen. Two, season, two, two seasons in, I'm like, <laughs> kind of sorry about that, mate. <laughs> I won't go that far. All right, I will say this is a Matt Smith, and it's a series five episode. Oh, they said it's an opener, or the opening of it is the worst bit. No, it was just crap, dull, and amateurist. The Vampires of Venice. No. Beast Below. No. What a season? The season finale. Nope. Pandora Crow? No. No, I like oh, that. Really... I like that finale. Big Bang? No. No. What would be... It's the... not the Silurian one, is it? No. no. That is Chibnall, isn't it? Uh... Yeah, that would be quite funny if you went to yeah. Chibnall, right? <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did, mate, yes. <laughs> I am not surprised. <laughs> uh... <laughs> not the 11th hour. Oh, no. It's one oh, of brilliant. the best openers of all time. It's the one I tell people I think... that have never watched Doctor Who before to go hmm. and check out. I think yeah. it, I can see why they might say amateurish because it looks like they've had a budget cut between the last. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a pretty decent episode. I thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. I like. Yeah, I really like that one. All right, moving on. God knows how this was given a hundred percent by the so-called critics. They must be shills for the BBC. Say you love Doctor Who, you get a career. Tell the truth, never work again. It had a pointless <laughs> subplot, a returning clown, and don't get me started on the disservice it does to the history of the show. Ooh, is it? Just gonna shoot from the hip. Is it the 50th anniversary special? <laughs> wow. How did wow. you guess? I, I just think it's that... One, it was the disservice to the past because I know a yeah. lot of people started kicking off about that. With the War Doctor, I think people didn't like that. And I kind of get that. I wasn't a big yeah. fan of the War Doctor. And I understand the issue. The issue was is that at that time, in the UK, I'd say Doctor Who was at its most famous yeah. during the Tenant era. So it's sort of series mm. two, three and four. But actually, worldwide, it was probably around series five, six because of how big it hit in America yeah, by yeah. now. And they were getting all the repeats. So to them, they kind of had two doctors because I think Tennant and Matt Smith's episodes was just sort of bundled up and shown over there. Yeah. Um, so when you get told you're going to do a 50th anniversary, if, if the series was as it was now and they're just going to do a 50th anniversary at the end of an episode and say it was the Matt Smith and, and David Tennant, Tennant would be a big enough draw to bring back. And yeah. if Eccleston turned it down, they would probably have bought in Paul McGann to do yeah. it. I still think he would have bought in Paul McGann, but you can you just know the BBC turned around and went, look, you're putting this in cinemas. This is going to be our biggest show of the year. We need a, a Hollywood. I, I, and I genuinely think had John Hurt turned it down, they would have gone for someone else. They would have gone for an A-list. Didn't they um, choose, didn't he get like, it was like they asked him on the Thursday and he was there on the Monday. 
It was like something mm. really quick turnaround. Well, we nearly got a version of the 50th anniversary that had no doctors in it because they'd all lapsed on their contract. Even Matt Smith was oh, on yeah. the contract. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. So he had to write a draft that was just Clara and Unit. Oh, my like, God. Oh, God. I think, though, Imagine. it would have been Colin Baker just turning up. <laughs> did, did you remember that at the time? Because, you know, Peter Davison made that five-ish Doctors reboot. Mm. Yeah. People saw out-of-context protest signs with those doctors and assume they were really <laughs> protesting outside. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it kicking off on, the, amazing. on Twitter and people were like, see, even the original doctors are against this. That is so funny. I love I love the, the five-ish doctors. It's yeah. got really good. That's just great sense of humor, that is. No, I, I do think that he would have gone, well, I'll get Paul McGann in, that'd be great. But I think it probably was the people higher up he said no we need someone big i think if it hadn't been him it would have been orlando bloom it would have been <laughs> you know genuinely they i genuinely think they would have gone and picked sort of people who were quite big in in the film industry at the time it, daniel craig i genuinely think there is a rumor that he put a few calls out to say who would want to do this and sort of bounce the ideas about and then luckily john hurt did come forward and i, I get that so if you're gonna have to replace eccleston it's good that you came up with a different concept and considering he probably had to write that whole idea pretty quickly then I kind of get it you know and I mm. feel for him and John Hurt did the fantastic performance and his War Doctor thing you know it's what's it called it's a bit of a, a serendipity really in the, in the case that yeah. there's one bad thing happened you know Eccleston didn't want to do it then someone else did it but it's a shame because I think had Eccleston been in it that would have been something to see Eccleston, Tennant and yeah. Smith yeah alright moving on all our fears were confirmed this was terrible I have watched Doctor Who since 1972. Nice. So he's not a true fan then. No. <laughs> yeah. No, a true fan would have been born right. in the 50s. That was the Woke series where they were all just, uh, I hate that Woke series, Joe Grants. And, so if uh, you haven't been watching since 1963 on that cold night in November, <laughs> then there's, there's no way you're a real fan. <laughs> God. You'd have to give us a bit of a clue there, Martin. Doctor. Right. This is an Eccleston. Oh, no. You know I don't like these. <laughs> Anyone who's hacked off the first series, I just, oh no, I just can't do it. So our, fears, like, our fears were con uh, confirmed. Gotta be Rose, isn't there? No, no. Yeah, I can imagine that. I know. <laughs> I can imagine that people go, well, this is certainly not the, two, the you know, the 25 minute special I was expecting. Shall I do the next one? Yeah, yeah go, go for it. Okay. Who asked for this? Did we really need it? What was the point? He wasn't canon in my head, so why bring him back? Blimey. <laughs> He's not canon in my head. <laughs> Some of these are so angry. It's like, man, just have a wank and calm um, down. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't be canon? So it's, I'm trying to think, because canon would imply that they're in the other media. They're not actually... They're not, they've not been in the show before. Uh, oh, oh, oh. This one was All definitely right. in the show, I'll say that. Oh, right. Who? It's the canon thing, it's me. So, someone, is... so it's, someone doesn't understand the definition of canon because once they're in the show, they're canon. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't go and say, well, they were, they're in the show. Now, I didn't, you know, I, I'm just being pedantic on wording here. Mm. Okay, so that doesn't narrow it down. So is it a classic character they brought back? He's considered classic, yeah. That's why K9 is the only one I could think of. Classic character. It's not Macra. That oh. oh, that's two. What Doctor is it with? It's an Eighth Doctor. Eighth Doctor story, this? Yeah. 
Oh, well, oh, God, is it? Because you wouldn't have done the TV movie. Is it the Night of the Doctor? Oh, that's Who hard. could be angry that's at that? That's a so great good. mini episode. That was, that was like the, the fact that he goes, I'm the Doctor, but not the one you're expecting. Gave Ooh. everyone like chills and excitement. They finally <laughs> made That was oh. my favourite thing, because I remember saying there was, I remember seeing there was a preview out I remember putting it on my phone because I saw there was oh have you, there was a preview out, and then I, I watched it and it was and I was like oh yeah I'll see this whatever it is you know so yeah. I watched it and it was like I'm the doctor and I was like what I was like it's my one it's mine it's my one <laughs> my doctor's back and it was just like and I remember seeing it, it was like eight minutes long or whatever and watching a little bit and then pausing it because I just thought I want to save you that couple of seconds it was really good all right let's move on. We've got two more left. Made me angry. <laughs> I knew it would. <laughs> this features the worst Doctor and companion of all time and is one of the worst Doctor Who Christmas special episodes. However, it has some great moments and a genuinely scary concept. Had this been Ten and Rose, this could have gone down in the television history. Last Christmas? Ooh, Straight sort of on it, down. Chris. I had to narrow it down. I thought, well, instantly Clara. <laughs> uh, uh, and I also thought this concept is quite good, dear. But then Santa comes back and saves Clara from a really good ending. Yeah. So fuck you, Santa. Sam, what did you make of last Christmas? I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what year was that? Was that 2014? It must have been, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was all right. It was fine. I quite like it when the doctor shouts yippee ki yay. That's the fun of it. Writing a sleigh. Yippee ki yay. <laughs> 12 Doctor would definitely have added motherfucker on the end of that. <laughs> yeah, I quite like the idea, actually. I like that it's it starts to look like Alien. And then they have randomly, who's obviously played by Trout and Son as well, goes, they're a bit like yeah. the face huggers, aren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? So they all look at you like, don't break the fourth wall. And that's quite nice that they, mm-hmm. they do that. Yeah, so it is actually a very, very good idea. And I actually think it's one of those ones where there's a good concept behind a Christmas special. Like, I think the Christmas Carol one's done really well. I think that, yeah. that's really good fun. And the and this was done quite well. Yeah, I think so. I, I feel like I've watched this one back, actually, once or twice. But, mm. yeah, I think it's all right. But you're right. It, it was that thing where it was absolutely fine for Clara to have left at the end of this episode. Yeah, it would have been so much better. We could have had maybe had Pearl Mackey even earlier. That would have been... Yeah, exactly. Have you seen she's got a new Audible uh, podcast thing out? Mm, it's no. called Sour Hall, and it's recorded in binaural sound. And it's wow. her and her partner go to a cottage somewhere in the woods, and they get attacked by monsters and zombies and all of that. I've not heard it yet, but it's two episodes out now. I'm planning to do that next. But it's completely oh, 360 sound, so when you're listening, it's like everything's all around you. I bet that's quite spooky. Yeah, yeah, I can't mm. wait to listen. All right, this is the last one. Okay. On paper... This is a classic. Sadly, it's two leads are both incredibly bad actors. I've seen less wood at Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, two leads. So two leads. So I assume that means it's one doctor, one companion. I will say this is another Eccleston. Oh, no. Um, Dalek? So what's it's not that what's, what's the review we can say it again? On paper, this is a classic. Sadly, its two leads are both incredibly bad actors. I've seen less wood at IKEA. Shouldn't it be in IKEA and not at IKEA. 
Yeah, yeah probably. I'll take that. Mm. So we've got two lead actors, so back when it was just Eccleston and Rose. Father's Day? No! What? That was one of the most heart-wrenching episodes there was. It's a classic. Twitter wasn't around back then. No. So imagine how... Actually, we think about it now. It Twitter been around in the 2005 series. And we yeah. all wonder if that would have changed things because at the time, yeah. all the all the the critics loved it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I can't imagine really thinking that anything, any other than that. But yeah, you think about it, Twitter at the time, they would have gone mad for it. <laughs> I quite like his big finish stories as well. I've listened to a couple of them. I think they're very good. 2005 was a, was a strange time. You talked earlier, Chris, about websites where people could contact each other then before social media. Now, it's just reminded me of one of the funniest things I got stuck on because I remember watching the penultimate season final. I think it was Bad Bad Wolf was the penultimate one. Yeah. And after that, my friends, because everyone was getting into that series then, and I was the only one who'd really watched it as a child. So like, well, what does this mean? What's happening? I went, I don't know. It was Bad Wolf. I don't know. And we'll find out. So I put on like my laptop and I searched and I found this site. I think it was called something like plasticbag.org or something like that. And there was like a stream or like a chat board of, mm. of like people discussing their ideas about what, what Bad Wolf were. And there were some hilarious ideas. And I mean, they're just the funniest arguments. Some people thought it was Adric because face Bad Wolf had been there since the oh, dawn yeah. of time. So they were like, well, he crashed into Earth at the beginning of time. So it's, it's going to be Adric. <laughs> if that, imagine that in this brand oh, new series. Oh my, God, oh my God, they keep re visiting don't they, they keep yeah, so the series they went out Davros. of their way to make sure people it yeah. was accessible they're suddenly <laughs> going to bring back adric that's crazy adric. <laughs> uh, some people thought it was ace and the idea that doctor had done something to ace and therefore she was going to come back but one of my favorite ones was someone had worked out this <laughs> i'll never forget this because i'd show it to my friend someone had worked out this 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 was their theory for ace because the idea was that her age was going to be 26 and they worked it out with all this maths of stuff. And it was like, oh, and then and then this is 26. And they said, and this, although it's 2005, this is season 26. And someone replied underneath, it's fucking season 27, you fucking fuckwork. <laughs> <laughs> so much anger from this guy. <laughs> What gets me is the anger that some fans have towards things. It's just <laughs> that was before Twitter could, could, could flag that and go, too much swearing, that's abusive. You couldn't block anyone. This was just this random forum. Someone just went mental at him <laughs> for trying to come up with this little idea. Anyway, guys, mm-hmm. that's it for this episode. We got through it pretty quickly. Sam, you got anything to promote? I know you just did a new episode of Comedians Talking About Football. Yes, Comedians Talking About Football is my podcast. If anyone's interested in football, we we get comedians, good comedians come on and chat, not just about football as well. We talk about their, their careers, comedy and stuff like that. And that's now available. You can just find it anywhere, really. If you search, if you Google Comedians Talking About Football, we, we probably come up yeah. somewhere up there with Spotify, Apple and all that malarkey. Otherwise, not not much else going on, unfortunately. No live shows. No live shows this year, probably. No. But, uh, yeah, do you mean we'll this year is just a complete write-off again? I don't know. I've got my first online gig, actually. Okay. On the... I don't know whether people can find that. I only agreed to it about an hour ago. Is that um, via Zoom or...? Yeah, it'd be via Zoom. It's the 13th of uh, February. And I have no idea who it's for or what I'm doing or how it's going to work because I haven't actually done one yet. I'm hoping to do maybe a show online for... A year, the year that the lockdown 
the anniversary year of the lockdown. I'm thinking because I've written lots of mm. stuff during the year. I'm thinking of doing maybe a one-off show just to camera and it's stuff that I would have mentioned in the summer or whatever and it's jokes I'm probably not going to be able to use when everything gets lifted so I'm probably just going to mm. say sod it and record a, a half an hour show and put it out see if people like it you might as well I've noticed okay. that you're kind of a viral TikTok star now one of your videos has got thousands and thousands of views well I you know I should probably do more on that I've got about 10 TikTok ideas to do um, and I never get around to doing them because it, the one thing I don't really care about, <laughs> like I'm trying to, I, I refer to do Twitch. Like I love doing yeah. Twitch at the moment. I've been on that. You can follow me on Twitch, by the way. Uh, basically, I always have the same handle. If you want to find me on Instagram, Twitter, anything like that, it's at Sam Michael Lol. So Sam Michael with an OL on the end. You see what I've done there. But yeah, I do, I've been doing Twitch, some retro gaming and there and stuff, which has been quite good fun. I became an affiliate on there. So that was, that was great. But yeah, on TikTok, yeah, I put up one thing because I, I put a sketch on instagram that i think had about 12 likes and so i said oh that sort of thing goes on on tiktok so i opened an account put it on there left it and now it's got i think three hundred thousand watches it's incredible i've got a thousand followers on there no idea who they are or what they want but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's nice it is genuinely nice you can follow me on tiktok if you want i'll try and do something down the line oh, oh but something we should plug is uh that finally my episode my cameo in uh, Dark, Dark Dimension. Dimension oh, which, yes, course... we should talk about Dark Dimension. Chris, I listened to the first episode, really enjoyed it. So, oh, you. Sam, you're in episode two. What was it like to record, guys? You did it at home, right? You weren't in a studio or anything. Yeah, I did it. It was so long ago. It was before I even moved into moved into this flat. So, But, no, it was great, great fun. I have thoroughly enjoyed doing Oliver Hawkspur and yeah no it was quite nice I wasn't going to listen to the whole thing live because I was like uh, you know I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it later on but then suddenly I just went to go and check it and it literally just started with the brilliant they've done that brilliant bit with the continuity of, yeah. the, of you know of, of the end of casualty or something like that and a bit of sports coverage and uh, then tied it, and it was just brilliant and it just started so that right, sod it, I'm just going to sit in this room and just listen to the whole thing. It does feel uh, like a special from that era would have felt. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. They've done uh, very well with that. They, they have, did a they very have. good job of making it look like it was recorded off the telly because you get sort of like five seconds of EastEnders, bit of, bit yeah. of match of the day from the 90s, and then it's all from 1993 as well, I think. And then there's that really spooky thing that I, I knew Billy was going to do this, and it was because I'd seen a picture of it that he taken off and they've got this kind of it's like an advert for house of horrors or something and it's this guy dressed as a demon and it sort of flickers on the screen for a second oh. and then it goes to bbc one you've got the cat coming up in and out because saturday night obviously casualties on in an hour and then then they do the thing is whoever they've got to do the voiceover for the yeah, bbc benji. one benji oh, yeah. was it? benji yeah. clifford yeah oh brilliant because because they've got the language and the tone for that era oh, so right the yeah, formidable it, it, time lord but well, he did, did the, he did the intros to the Troughton audios, uh, like oh, did his, his idea to do at the beginning goes. And now on BBC One, it's Doctor Who. <laughs> you know, it's so it's a, well done. It's yeah. that way it goes. Was it? Now we go. Now we go in time, or should we say forward in time? Which is so like yeah. I remember the nineteen ninety six. I've still got on video, and I've transferred it to digital. The original broadcast of the ninety six TV movie. Oh wow! And and it's got the whole line of um, now on BBC One, he's back, and it's about time and it just mm -hmm. it fades from the bbc one logo into the yeah. into scaro it's really nicely done actually oh, so that that was very very nicely done and i, I yeah and your performance was fantastic you were yeah, thank you're you great. we're not biased but you, yours was the best 
I, I was menaced by you in that, Chris. And yeah. it's weird because I've only ever heard you play kind of nice guys and stuff. Like you do Trouton a lot and he's he's a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And I know yeah. you and you're a nice guy. And then I've got this side of you that I've never experienced before. I Yeah, I really went absolutely mental with it. I just really just got into it. I was trying to do Rick Mayall to start with, but I just, I just scrapped that idea because it just wasn't possible. But I basically was just watching clips of his lines from Hogs of War. He does all the voices of the pigs in Hogs of War. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you ever listen to it, it's, how hell did you do? Or something like that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, I just tried try to do that. And uh, then eventually it became its own sinister. Yeah, that's what I thought oh, was so good. Because it would be very easy. When that came out, I know Billy is a huge fan of Rick Mail. I think it was mm. always his pick. He wanted Rick Mail to be the Doctor. And I've always argued that's a rubbish idea. But anyway, I've, I know he's a big Rick Mail. I thought when he was recording it, I thought he was going to do it. And I thought it'd be very easy to do that round of going, oh, Vivian, oh, Doctor Who, <laughs> oh, bigger on the inside. <laughs> it'd be very easy to do that. And I was like, when they cast you as it, I knew, I was like, oh, good, because Chris will do something his own to it. Chris will be like, this is my role. And this is how it's going to play out. And it's done so nicely. Oh, thank you. And it's, it's genuinely, I'd say it's done more. I could imagine when Rick, if Rick Bell got the role, he would have gone a bit pantomime villain with it. And, mm. but for the whole way through, which he was great at doing. And he was that good to have pulled that off. But I like that yeah. you've gone for genuine who baddie. Like if you were yeah. genuinely cast as a who baddie, that's how I would imagine you being. It's great. It's just great fun. I mean, the, 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 the bit that I quite like is where he's talking to the Dalek and he goes, Oh, how delicious! You know that <laughs> just, that that line. Just, I just I just had fun. I just like it was everything. I just relished every bit of it, every line, all the who, rants and everything. Who plays the various um, doctors? I know I heard Matt Matt uh, Toffolo who does this Baker. Baker. I'm not actually sure. I can't remember. I know I know that L Crossley and John Carley have done some stuff for it, but I'm not sure who has, whether they've included ten or whoever, I'm not sure. Because hmm. I wondered if they I don't know whether you can give away if it's a spoiler. Does does the second doctor turn up? No. No. See, I thought they would take advantage of that because I thought the reason <laughs> yeah. at the time the script only had three, four, five, and six and seven is because we only had them. But that was the plan at the time as well, I think. It was because Pat Troughton had died by that point. Yeah, he had. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was nineties. So, 90s, so I, yeah. I, I mean, I would have. I did wonder if in this version of it, they'd be able to bring in the first and the second Doctor. But no, yeah. I kept it loyal to the nineties. Who do you play? I play. I don't actually have a name. I've. I think as I got. I looked at it. Billy said, "Oh, there's a small part in this. Do you want to do it?" And I went, yeah, yeah, sure. And I sort of looked at it, and I recorded it once, and I went. Oh, do you know what? And I don't know whether actually the first take was better because I just sort of did it in my sort of mockney accent and it was all fine. And I went, no, don't. I like, have fun with this. I was like, this is mm. this is like typical kind of low rent comedian gets a gig in Doctor Who in the 70s. And I treated it like that. I probably <laughs> went for like, so imagine like opening. So they have released the clip because I was a bit worried because I did put online. I thought I was an episode <laughs> one. So I put a clip online and said, oh, watch this. I'm in an audio Doctor Who and I get killed by Yeti. And then someone was like, oh, is that a spoiler? I was like, oh, no, they did put that clip out separately and you can hear it to Yeti. Yeah. So I get I get killed. I am very much kind of, you imagine, a sort of a Pertwee era or Troughton <laughs> era kind of bit part, you know, down, down yeah, in the yeah. mines. Here, come on then. we got to get going in a minute. And then the camera sort of pans to my face. No, no. And then my friend actually said, we had a bit of a running joke when we were at uni because he was a Doctor Who fan. I said, wouldn't you just love to be in Doctor Who and die? going, no, 
and I then just take, like, yeah, I want to script through. I want to outdo the sort of death in. Uh, we were talking about it on on WhatsApp the other day, Sam. But Res- Resurrection of the Daleks has some of the best over the top <laughs> deaths in there yes. as well. There's one who takes, I, I think, 15 seconds to die. And he's sick. Whoever was doing that, he has like so he gets exterminated. One of the characters. <laughs> And he acts like he's it's like hit his heart because he gets exterminated. Instead of just doing the old, I mean, you get bear in mind. Remember Destiny yeah. and the Daleks when they used to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it Destiny and the Daleks? He goes, well, he lines, it's quite a haunting scene. He lines up prisoners to get shot, but they all just go exterminate. And they go. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in, they shoot to resurrection. They obviously went right in that was rubbish. Everyone does it, and there's one guy who gets shot. And he goes. It's 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 one of my favourite deaths in Doctor Who because it just goes on too long, and he was like really he just really wanted to give it his all. My favourite in that is is one of the one of the. Do you remember this? You know, you got the Dalek troopers, the humans Mm. in the sort of rubbish Dalek costumes. One of them dies. Do from this, he get he's like shooting, then he gets shot, and he goes. <laughs> Keep yeah. it out for him, man. I'm pretty sure I've seen versions where that, the noise is edited out because it's so bad. He literally gets shot and he goes, because they've got these guns. That I, my, my they're just light bulbs, aren't they? They're just pressing a button that turns the light on. But they've my, my poor parents, they grew up with me making those noises. That's it. <laughs> and then, ow, ow. And the gargles run around going, ow. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm doing Daleks, man. Resurrection the Daleks. Five. There's me pretending to die again. <laughs> Chris, before we go, do you have anything to promote apart from the dark dimension? Not at this precise moment because you're a bit well, busy. I'm busy with the little little guy over there who keeps me awake every night. I was quite amazed he's been quiet this entire duration of he's this been podcast. Good. He's been good. Ooh. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If this was your first episode, please go back. Check out our back catalogue. we got another couple of episodes like this. And Jared, who's involved with this podcast as well, we're thinking about doing a Marvel one where we look at the Marvel reviews and uh, do those because I found some really, really good, funny, negative Marvel reviews. Uh... So, yeah. Okay. Good night. Good night. Equipment used in the creation of this feature was purchased for a grant from Gray and the Paul Hamlin Foundation.